<laughs> this is the third false start to the podcast. We're really getting into it this week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Three is like a good day, I think. Honestly. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's true. We are. Uh, yeah. We are all. How are y'all coping? Just generally, how's the cope? Wait, is this the podcast? This is the pot. We're in the podcast now. We're Wait, in it. What's up, Potters? I mean, what's up? What? What's up, Potterheads? I I would have been. Uh, I would have went this whole time not thinking this was the podcast. Good, <laughs> excellent. We would have just had a fun, free-form conversation. Mm-mm. Yeah, I mean, we would hate to have one of those on stream. You know, Heaven totally forbid. unlike any of the other content that we've no, uh, put no out there. No conversation on stream. Only only action. <laughs> <laughs> the last few streams have actually been interpretive dance and no one's noticed up until this point. And so this is like, we're really letting you glimpse behind the curtain. It's gotten very mixed reviews from the audio listeners as well. So. Oh, yeah. Just that hour long of silence. I don't even think the viewers have noticed yet, but a gorilla uh, just walked by on Morgan's screen. It's crazy. We can replay it one more time. <laughs> Just so, so everyone can yeah, we got instant replay. Time. Yo, hit that yeah, instant yeah. replay button. <laughs> I love those holographic gorilla lamps that they're selling. Those just give me a lot of joy. You're gonna I... need to explain that one, Morgan. Wait, yeah, what? It's That's not all right. A thing. I can't believe we haven't seen these. These are just holographic lamps, and it's just an image of a gorilla. It's completely still. It's not like a, a moving hologram. It's just basically a piece of plexiglass with like some etchings in it that light up when you put light through it. But it, mm-hmm. it does look mm-hmm. like a holographic gorilla that you could put on your bedside table. How did you find this? The internet. That's one does, so, yes. follow-up question. Why? Mm. Oh, having a little friend? Just for you? <laughs> Just a little gorilla pal? <laughs> Is this like a hyper-realistic Wait, gorilla or a cartoon gorilla? It's, I don't have one. It is, it's like, you know, in the nineties when we were still trying to figure out how 3d models worked and in a movie, you'd have like a green wireframe of a thing. Mm. It's mm-hmm. like that. I see. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, noted. Honestly, maybe I'll cop. Maybe I'll cop, man. Why not? I don't know. <laughs> Might be gorilla lamp season. <laughs> it's gorilla lamp. I mean, let me look this up. Let me look this up. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, uh, yeah, these, they're pretty great. This one is like you can get one of these oh. decorative gorilla lamps for a good seventeen dollars. I just uh, posted. This one says twelve dollars. That's a wow. That's a steal. That's a pretty pretty great price for a gorilla lamp. Now, do the gorillas get any money for this? I don't think they make royalties. I'm not. I'm not sure. I don't know about their revenue model, but I don't. Think I think. So. Are we? Uh, I think they could probably sue for uh, illegal usage of their likeness. They probably could. Yeah, like that. There has to be copyright infringement of the gorilla itself. Yeah. You know? Not getting licensed for the use of the likeness, probably. Yeah, I don't know what the gorilla's <laughs> contract is like. <laughs> God. <laughs> so what do y'all been playing this week? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, so games, <laughs> I, I have been playing them. Um, so I'm kind of in at the tail end of the worst of the second 
peak of midterms for uh, this semester. So uh, yeah, I, I've kind of come off the tail end of that. And I, I picked up, Sega was having like this huge sale on a bunch of games not too long ago on Steam. And I decided to play Yakuza 0 because uh, it was $5. And uh, also I'd gotten it recommended to me several times and I really love the Bakamitai meme. Uh, I think it's I think it's one of the funniest things uh, to what, come out what, of the internet. What is that specifically? Oh, it's like the when you deep fake like the face of the guy singing Dame Dane, Dame O Dame Nanoya. That's from Yakuza Zero, yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay, that's amazing. Uh yeah, so I picked that up and I started playing it and I spent like four hours uh I did maybe two story missions and it's so funny because I don't think I've even unlocked half of what the world is yet, but I'm just having a blast going around the streets of, um, I don't even know what the setting is. It's Japan. It's like 1980s Japan. Yeah. And streets I'm just, Japan. I'm beating up these hooligans, these goons, because it literally says in big letters on the screen when you get into a combat phase, hooligans or goons or things, <laughs> Yakuza. Uh, well, I think <laughs> before we go any further, we have to identify which each of us would be. I think I'm a goon, personally. I'm 100% a hooligan. Mm -hmm. Wait, what are the options? Uh, I can look it up exactly, but it's... Yeah, I, need, it's like... I, need, I need the whole lore of the game before I choose. I don't want to falsely choose my, my role as a, a beat-em-up side character, you know? Yeah, of course. <laughs> sure, sure, naturally. I just opened um, the wiki for this. It's a book. There's just a book here for the wiki. What? <laughs> it's just like, Wait, what? it's pages and pages of information about this video game, like chapter by chapter with detailed synopses. Dude, people love this series. People love this game. It's, yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, let's see. Uh, apparently Good the Lord. goons can either have an assault rifle or a shotgun. Pretty powerful, pretty powerful. Pretty powerful. I'm sorry, yes, what? Oh, you've not know, encountered. To... <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you not seen any with guns yet? <laughs> I can't say that I have. Again, I've done like two Maybe. story missions. I'm <laughs> not even. I'm probably not even like ten percent of the way done with chapter one. Um, I'll just say it right now. Be fucking prepared because <laughs> they, they are they are strapped and loaded and ready for anything. <laughs> Dude, I played that game for like four hours the first day that I played it, and it was literally like. One hour of uh, the beginning part where it's like, hey, you can follow this guy around and he'll show you around the little town for a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I sang Bagamitai. I got a 94 on the karaoke machine. That was really Ooh. fun. Um, and That's a passing grade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then stories started happening. And I'm supposed to be like confronting the, I guess this lieutenant about like oh there was a frame job i didn't actually kill that guy and because i don't know what the story's about necessarily <laughs> yet it, it seems like you're just a goon and you got taken in by this yakuza guy and he's a head honcho in this clan um but he's in jail and it seems like people are like trying to take his place so they're framing you for a murder that you didn't do i don't know but then I spent three hours just beating up hooligans and goons, and that was really fun. It would be weird if you were just not a Yakuza in Yakuza Zero, if that was, like, no part of the, the <laughs> equation here. Uh, I'm going to say right now, I don't know why, but I think I assumed the game was about you 
beating up the Yakuza and you're not a part of them? <laughs> I, didn't, wow. I didn't know that you were in them. <laughs> yeah, you're just a you're just a guy in the Yakuza. Apparently, this is like a, a prequel to the series and it's been going on for a while. Uh, so I assume I assume he makes it out of this alive. I I, I, gotta, I gotta assume. Well, not if a goon with a shotgun shows up. <laughs> Dude, the combat system is interesting so far. So I've only unlocked two fighting styles, and a pair, I think there's four just based on the fact that it's mapped to the D-pad. Uh, so the one you start off with is Brawler, and that one is like as long as you don't get knocked down anytime you get hit, you can just counterattack immediately. Um, the other one is Rush, which is you don't really block that well. You can't grab, but you, you go fast. You zoom. You dodge real good. <laughs> And that one was my favorite because I liked uh, just dashing and dodging real good and then just doing some light punches and uh, hitting them. <laughs> Isn't there a business management component to this video game? Evidently, I've heard a, there's a lot of components to this video game. And all I've done is beat up hooligans and goods. I have accumulated 4 million yen before even getting the ability to do anything else in this game. <laughs> How much is four million yen in like America? Like forty thousand uh, dollars. Yeah, it's like about. a car. Oh, that's pretty big. <laughs> wow, it's a lot of money. And so in this game, you use your money uh, not only to buy alcohol, which heals you, um, mm -hmm. but just like you also, life. yeah, exactly. There's there's an alcohol like there's a buzzed bar like in the corner, <laughs> like like an icon <laughs> when you're buzzed. <laughs> I have no idea what impact it has on your status, but I just, I realized, oh, I took some oolong tea and now like there's a little, there's a little bottle in, in the corner of my hut. <laughs> um, but yeah, other than that, like you also use money to buy combat uh, abilities for yourself so you can like increase your health. So the first round is like 400,000 yen. And I was like, you know what? I'm here. I'm beating up hooligans and goons anyway. Let's just get the 2 million yen upgrades, which is the next part. Uh, and I, I did that and I realized, dang, there there's diminishing returns on how many hooligans and goons I can beat up before this starts <laughs> getting like to be a real grind. God, I wish I could just be awarded. I mean, I guess I suppose you could just do a robbery and beat up some hooligans and goons, but like... So the interesting thing about combat in this game is that it's not initiated by you, like... 100% of the time. It's like, you're in the streets of Japan, you're just minding your own business, and if you run too fast, these hooligans and goons pick fights with you, and, <laughs> and you beat them up and take their money. Or they're, like, harassing someone, and you're like, hey, stop that. And they're like, what are you gonna do about it, narc? And then you, you take all their money. <laughs> are they, like, hall monitors? Like, regulating your run speed? <laughs> you, you'll be running. Uh, so... In this game, which I think is an interesting touch, I like this touch. So you're running by default, uh, and like you bump into people, and it's like a, a huge hassle and all of that stuff. But you can hold down the shoulder button to walk, and then you you piss off less people. So you walk into an area, and they're like, there's like a flashing light when it's like somebody might pick a fight with you here. So you're supposed to be walking there, but I'm just running everywhere. <laughs> I think these goons are just like retired or failed middle school teachers. <laughs> That's all they are. <laughs> you drop a pencil in front of them and they just like, they just go ham on you. They go crazy. <laughs> I feel 
like, I have both the worst and best teachers I have ever had were in middle school. Mm. I know. I had a strange middle school uh, experience because I spent two years at a very, very small private school and then uh, another year at, like, a less small but still small private school. Uh, so I had, like, maybe five middle school teachers total. <laughs> God, I always just think about, um, I had this one history teacher, uh, who I will just name on the podcast. I don't know if you're supposed to do that, but her name was Dr. Bonet, and everyone always pronounced it you Dr. Fool. Bonet. I know. She insists. Oh, no. It's fine. She can get at me if she wants to. Bro, I've already leaked her social uh, security. It's already done. <laughs> Damn, rip to Dr. Bonet. Um... <laughs> But they would always insist people call them doctor. And they also told a story about how before gasoline was regulated and required to have a scent, it leaked into a school building and someone lit a Bunsen burner and this entire school of children exploded. And that was how gasoline was regulated. Oh my god. I don't know if that's true. I don't think you should tell children that. (laughs) Exactly. I I would freak out if my teacher's like, Ayo, you know, uh... Like five years ago, school just blew up and all the kids died. Like you don't, you don't say that. I, I'm here to learn how to add my one, two, threes. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> you just don't say. It. And in middle school, you're not even a real person yet. So, like, how am I supposed to deal with that information? <laughs> Lord, I can't imagine middle school me tweeting. That would have been such a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think your first tweet Yo. would have been? Definitely would have been about some nerdy shit. Yeah. Like, I I probably had a lot to say about the reveal of the first 3DS Pokemon games or something. <laughs> I probably just tweet out like AMVs from YouTube. Oh <laughs> man! I I just be I just find like the coolest ones and be like, yo, check this out. It's sick. When did I read Homestuck. <laughs> Damn. That was, like, sophomore year of high school, so, like, probably until about the time I started tweeting, it was probably a good idea for me not to be a tweeting all that much. Very smart. So. You protected yourself, really. <laughs> I was on Tumblr, though, uh, and God, was I on Tumblr. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of Tumblr, did y'all hear about the big event yesterday? I did hear about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, big event? I don't know listen, what this is. Listen, okay, so, you know Destiel, right? Like the... the oh, my friend told me about yeah, that. Yeah, the big supernatural yeah. ship. Um, yeah, so <laughs> the, the angel before, I guess, getting consumed by some plasma thing. I stopped watching that show ten years, like ten seasons ago, something like listen, that. Did the show come out ten years ago? <laughs> it's season It's got 15. 15 seasons. Yeah, it's, oh I stopped watching at like season eight, season seven. Um, but... Yeah, I don't know what's happening in this scene, but he, yeah, Castiel says to Dean, I love you, Dean. And Dean's looking on stoically, question mark. <laughs> yes, and a lot of people stoically. were. <laughs> I, I watched the scene and I was like, this just feels off. It's so uncomfortable. No, so, so I, I, I think it makes sense. What people were saying w- was that this is probably due to how they filmed it. They likely were trying to comply with social distancing guidelines. So in all likelihood, they probably weren't in the same room when that was filmed. Uh, and Jensen Ackles has no idea what's going on. 
Yeah, because all right, let me add some flavor to this. Because Jensen Ackles is deeply homophobic. No, 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 no. I, I this is this is that today as well. This discourse is something that I thought I left behind me eight years ago. Jensen Ackles is not homophobic because he hates your shitty Destiel slash fix. Okay. Okay. Also, this is uh, going deep. He, uh, <laughs> is I don't know enough info right now. I'm just listening. You're so valid, Kenny. It is specified in the script that he does not reciprocate. So Destiel isn't really canon. Yeah, it's yeah, true. yeah. yeah. Mm. And also, so apparently Castiel made a deal with the Void or whatever that whenever he was... How uh, many primordial concepts can they introduce as new antagonists? <laughs> Get him the fuck. Angels and Demons was enough. Um, But basically... They whenever... should have stopped at season three. Oh, God, they should have... Another whole discussion. But basically, whenever he was the most happy, he would immediately be dragged to super hell. Uh, ah. So Castiel <laughs> confessing his feelings to a straight man and then being rejected dragged him to super hell. I, I love the statement for being too happy you get dragged to super hell. That's so funny to me. It's so good. God. God. Uh, God help us all. Uh, <laughs> no, I was I I held off on tweeting about my thoughts on this, but Jensen Ackles, he is he is an ally. He is an advocate for a lot of LGBT matters. Uh, he just didn't like the stupid supernatural ships, which is understandable. That's valid. The supernatural fandom is terrible. Yes. Um, <laughs> I know. I was part of it for a while. How bad um, is the fandom? I've never, like, honestly, I know so little about all of this show lore fandom and what it happened started yesterday. being a monster hunting show about two brothers who hate mm -hmm. their dad mm -hmm. uh okay. and then and then it became an angels and demons show and that was like all right well this is a completely different show now it, supernatural was not a name that demonstrated a lot of foresight about what this show would become uh and then god got involved and lucifer and then uh also Cain is still alive. Cain oh, yeah. from the Bible. There was a lot of stuff. Uh, like Cain and Abel? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, and it just kept devolving. People kept dying and then coming back to life and then being possessed by other things and like not actually coming back to life and their souls were in hell for a while. It's mm -hmm. a whole Almost thing. Everyone in the show has been to hell. But yeah, apparently exactly. there's now a worse hell, which is mm -hmm. really Super cool. hell. Let's super go super hell. hell. <laughs> <laughs> It was so um, good they made us. That being said, so <laughs> Jensen Ackles may not be homophobic. It's entirely possible Dean is homophobic. It's that's uh, wow. more than likely, honestly. <laughs> I like that way more. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> it's literally like the crying cat. Like Castiel looks like the crying cat and Dean is just <laughs> completely unemotional. Uh what an event. So yeah, uh, we can we can talk about Supernatural's queer baiting or we can uh, move on to yeah, Kenny, what the fuck have you been playing, please? <laughs> take, take us out of here. Play? Uh, look, I'm gonna be honest with you. I haven't like I feel like right now I'm just waiting to buy games because mm. there's two games I want. One of them is out, uh, which is Watch Dogs Legion. I haven't gotten that yet. I want to though. And the other game I want to get, which we talked about last podcast, is uh, the next Spider-Man game. 
Well, like, the games I've been just playing is just, like, chess, Pokemon Showdown. And I was mm-hmm. playing Genshin Impacts, but I need to go back because I took a little break because I had midterms again. But uh, I haven't really been doing... I haven't... Yeah, no, like, major games right now. Just like, oh, I'll just do a couple chess or Pokemon matches on the side every once in a while. Just like, you know, get my reps in, get my, uh, you know, got to get your games in for your video, in your competitive games, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. Y'all understand. <laughs> hey, no, I, I, I get you, I get you. I feel where you're coming from, dude. Uh, games are a lot. Listen, so the big season for game sales this past couple of months, or like this past month, was the Halloween sales, and I suck with horror games. I cannot <laughs> play those things. Um, so there were not a lot of games on sale that I was super excited about other than Yakuza 0. Um, so I, I get that. I get that. It, it just may not be the time, you know? It, the time's not ripe for jumping on a new thing. The second Spider-Man drops, though, I think I'm copying. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I'll have money set perfectly to just buy it, start playing it. And I need a. I haven't been streaming because uh, school will be hard, and I'm doing a lot more than I thought it would be this semester. So I had to stop. But once Spider-Man comes back, the stream comes back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm so excited to tune in and watch some Spider-Man content because that oh cat makes me so fucking excited. Spider-Man the cat. Are you kidding me? <laughs> You're gonna have to explain that one to me. Wait, I don't think I know what this is. Spider-Man the cat? You don't know about Spider-Man the cat? No. No. There is this is a Spider-Man Spider the cat? <laughs> there Wait. is a bodega cat in the new Spider-Man game named Spider-Man, and you get what? to save him, and then he can what? come along on adventures in a little backpack. What? Yes! I am it's buying so this good. game immediately. That's so on brand for Miles Morales, too. And he has a little <laughs> Spider-Man mask over his kitty cat face. Oh, what? no. And there are special finishers you can only do with the cat. It was so smart for them to have this as a launch title for the PS5, because holy cow, I want a PS5 just to, just to play this game. Yeah. I just looked up the cat. This is amazing. It's so good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what? Aw. Uh, for, for those of you oh, at home, I'm it's a little this. orange bodega cat, and it is just, it's a perfect little boy. Uh, premium. That's amazing. Looks like a I... skinnier Garfield. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, <yes. laughs> oh man. <laughs> God, uh, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, can't argue with that. It is like a skinnier Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> what will that cat do? Does it hate Mondays? Will it eat lasagna? Will it kick the dog? Well, it's definitely said, yeah, is it her dog? <laughs> Is Odie now uh, a part of the MCU? Does anyone know? <laughs> Wait, if there's it? a skinny Garfield, does that mean that there's a fat Odie? Yo, yo, this is deep. We're going deep now. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you, all you got to do is keep an eye on uh, Can You Pet the Dog, that gimmick Twitter account, and you'll see. You'll see if there's a fat Odie in Spider-Man Miles Morales. Can you pet the dog? I've never heard of this Twitter account. You have. Uh, it's it just rates video games based on whether you can pet the dog in them. Hades got a good rating because you can yeah. pet the dog in Hades. Yeah. 
Polygon pet actually did a whole story on can I pet the dog. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It's a. I kind of like these gimmick accounts. There's one of uh, can you break the Geneva Conventions? Oh, <laughs> All man. the Mario games are breaking the <laughs> Geneva Conventions. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, most games break the Geneva Convention because you're not supposed to be allowed to display the Red Cross logo unless you're an actual Red Cross member. So any Red Cross symbol you see in a video game is technically violating the Geneva Convention. Okay, so that's like half the Call of Duty games right there. Yeah. I gotta look at my games a little bit more. (laughs) Wait a minute. How many Geneva (laughs) Conventions have I broken? (laughs) I I didn't mean to... I wasn't intending anything. <laughs> Another game that I got on sale, Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag. Oh, I mean, yes. I'm a pirate. I think that predates mm-hmm. the Geneva con- Conventions. Yeah. And, like, you know, this is this is just what I'm doing. I'm pirating. I'm, I'm shooting cannonballs onto British ships, and they probably deserve it, honestly. <laughs> so... Yeah. Hey, they're coming out with, like, a movie or a TV show for that, right? Netflix. Oh, yeah, Netflix live-action series for Assassin's Creed. What what do y'all think? I guess this is an actual gaming topic. What do y'all think about like when games become movies and TV shows? I think TV shows work a lot better for them typically, mm-hmm. and that's the case for a lot of adaptive material. Uh, movies are supposed to be a self-contained experience, something that you can watch in or like step in, watch it for two hours, and come out and be like, "Yeah, that was fun. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the core concept, the gimmick, the plot." And the visuals, you know, that's a movie. Um, that's a movie. That's, a, that's <laughs> it. Nothing else. <laughs> I and name one other element of a movie. Uh, so. It has actually has to be filmed. You forgot that part. So ah, um, oh, jeez. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. I'm gonna hey, retire actually, from the podcast. This is a Goodbye. movie right now. You know, like, <laughs> I yes. Yeah. But with movie. TV series, like I think the way that people consume series. Uh, and Netflix has probably caught on to this, is that series you kind of get invested in, especially if it's a weekly release, but even if it's something that, like, it just drops a season all at once, you binge it, and you are interested in sort of the episode-to-episode developing plots, the overarching structures and things like that. And, I mean, listen, we can compare this to another series that Netflix is working on that I'm less optimistic about, which is uh, the last Airbender adaptation. Mm, uh, yeah, I mean, so, we can compare oh, it more to The that. Witcher, really. Like, Witcher okay, is a, sure, a sure. great video game TV series. But, yeah, yeah, I've heard, I've heard that exact thing, uh, and it's definitely not just because people are thirsting over Henry Cavill on my timeline. Well, uh, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna say no. <laughs> But yeah, I think with a video game, it's what what's fun about a video game? You you're playing the video game. I think people differ with me on this opinion uh because a lot of people are talking about how if you watch the cutscenes of a video game, you shouldn't you won't want to play the video game anymore. And that was a whole topic of discussion with like people saying, "Oh, streamers should be paying a license fee for so all of that." No, no. Games aren't movies. Games are stuff that you interact (laughs) with and you experience in the moment. And if they're not, you're making a bad video game. You're making a good movie, but you're making a bad video game. Sam is coming for the Uncharted series, (laughs) just brutalizing it absolutely. (laughs) Oh my god. Don't people love that series, though? Oh, it's so good. I love the Uncharted series. 
Yeah, um, I I played one Uncharted game and I was like, yeah, this is fun. I'm enjoying this. And I've seen the cutscenes for this video game, but I'm liking <laughs> like just pressing the stick and moving on this wall. Yeah. That This is a lot of fun. Um, yeah, we, I mean, and like, we have a lot of big video game releases coming out really soon, mm-hmm. movie-wise. Like we have we have Monster Hunter, which is a bizarre oh, military yeah. fantasy, and we also have the oh, Uncharted with uh, Spider-Man playing Uncharted Man. I'm I'm low-key excited for that just because it is Tom Holland. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Tom Holland's good. Is he Nathan Drake? I don't know. Hopefully, we... but... <laughs> the survey's still out on that one. Also, yeah. the movie hasn't come out yet, so I think Nathan Drake should look a little older. Like when I see Tom Holland, he's got a baby face. That's why he's Spider-Man. There's a reason. There's a reason there aren't super popular video games about younger Nathan Drake. He needs to look a little grizzled, you know. Um, and I get that Tom Holland is popular because he is in that meme and he is a good Spider-Man. Uh, Listen, there are plenty of grizzled 30 to 40 white men out there who can pull off Nathan Drake, too. Like, you don't just got to get the most popular MCU character because he's on break because the MCU is on hold until further notice. Yeah. And, I hey, uh, military industrial complex being inserted into Monster Hunter is absolutely <laughs> wild and a bizarre yeah. decision. And, like, because... The thing is, I was worried it was just going to be like, oh, they're going to shoot the big monsters from the games and they're going to say, oh, it's a Monster Hunter movie. It's a... But, like, she does get Monster Hunter weapons in the course of the movie. The protagonist does. Mm-hmm. So why not just have her be a Monster Hunter? Wait, are, are they not a Monster Hunter? No, no. So basically, a portal from the desert takes U.S. military people into the monster hunter world and they bring monsters back with them and they got to learn how to hunt the monsters from the monster hunters so they can become monster hunters but why not just put that just do away with that and just, just put be them in purely monster, monster yeah that would be better we don't need to bring the u.s military <laughs> <laughs> this is the uh james cameron avatar of monster hunter movies oh my God. not a video game but hey avatar 2 how we feeling uh listen why didn't this happen earlier i i've seen the first avatar it didn't require that much time to make i promise you um this better be like a 40 experience where i am the blue man and i am having weird alien sex or else it was not (laughs) worth the time that it took to make this movie have you seen the production stills of them underwater in a pool doing acting? Yeah, that's bizarre. What? Yeah, James Cameron is an interesting they practice man. acting under uh, underwater. Not practice, <laughs> film. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a bold move. <laughs> is the is the audio just like? <laughs> what does that sound like? Just bubbles. Oh. I mean, are there going to be, like, underwater blue people? They're just the water. Yeah. <laughs> they just are the water. So you just, like, accidentally bump into someone and you're like, oh, I thought you are the ocean. <laughs> I mean, the natural progression of this, just based on James Cameron's uh, most recent work, uh, being Ready Player One, like, this has, this has, like, a VR slant to it, right? They've commodified this technology and now you can just be blue person by putting on headset. That's the. That's how this is gonna go. 
It's just gotta be. Yeah, man, probably. <laughs> like, I I am confused as to what the big enemy in Avatar 2 is going to be. Yeah, they've already Yeah, like <laughs> already tackled the military. They got they they sent them away. Are they coming back? <laughs> military enemy so great. Why not military enemy too? <laughs> Worked with the Death Star, you know, like God, it didn't work with the Death Star. <laughs> Star Wars is such such a strange production history. Yeah. Three Death Stars. Why not? Oh god, well, what I to drastically change the subject, I have been getting back into Apex Legends this week. Ooh. Uh, there is the did new. Did they drop a new thing? Yeah, they did drop a new thing. Uh, so I haven't played in a long time, but like a lot of my friends are starting to pick it back up. And there's a new map, and it's called Elysium. And the other maps were like old and dusty, and this place has a lot of wide open spaces and green areas. And it comes with a uh, wonderful new Scottish hero named Horizon, and she can do gravity stuff. And that's cool. Uh, I just bought the hero from the previous expansion, uh, Rampart, and she's got a giant minigun. And that's pretty good, I think. Uh, I, I've been really enjoying just in playing the squad stuff in Apex. And also they uh, instituted this new mechanic where basically you have armor shields. And for every 50 points of damage you do, your armor becomes like one degree better. Which That's is broken. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is terrifying. <laughs> well, what it does is it it really prevents you from just hiding and not engaging in combat. Because if you do that, you are a baby and everyone else is a monster. I see. <laughs> like, pretty, like, yeah, that's a smart system, but if there's like just an insane player in your lobby, you're pretty much done. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I, I, I got one victory uh, with my friends, and then we got, like, seven top twos in a row, which was absurd. Uh, and But, yeah, we, we eventually just got squashed by someone who was a very good player every time, which mm -hmm. is kind of the fun because you eventually outsmart, the like, the last person in the lobby. Uh, it's also just much easier to win when you actually have comms because basically everyone on Apex Legends has decided they're not going to use the comm systems anymore. <laughs> Which hey, why? <laughs> I don't know. Like when I played it like a few months ago, like everyone was like chattering. They'd be like, "Hey, we got an enemies over here. What do you want?" But I've been playing it like solo for a little bit, and just no one talks. And I've been trying to. I've been like, "How we doing, gamers? Hello." And just no one talks. And I guess that's understandable when you're just trying to play a video game to relax during the day. But it's just sad that that kind of aspect of the community has gone away. Mm -hmm. Community. <laughs> also, I've been playing a lot of Tetris. Uh, I'm oh. now the sixth oh. best Tetris player in Providence, Rhode Island. And I'm proud of that fact. No one How did you get bevy that of Tetris title? talent? There, so I've been playing the Tetris app, uh, and it ranks you based on how good your scores are, which is very cool. What's your score? Um, oh, my high score is something like 100,000 or so. I don't actually remember it, because immediately after I got that high score, I went to bed because I was exhausted. Uh, mm. Yeah, I got 1,000, uh, 2,100. No, one hundred and twenty. 
I was bad at numbers, y'all. What? what? <laughs> I got 121,819. I... <laughs> Tetris is... Okay, have y'all ever tried to watch a competitive Tetris match? Because that stuff is in... Like, I have this friend named Alex, and she's, like, <clears throat> really big into Tetris. Like, she... Like, I'll watch her play, and she'll get in, like, the 700,000 sometimes. I'm like, all right, <laughs> that's cool. Like... And then she introduced me to like the chess competitive community. It is terrifying. <laughs> I mean, not uh, yeah, Tetris. It's like I, I'm watching these players. I'm like, bro, it's just a puzzle game. Like, how did how did y'all how did y'all learn all this stuff? <laughs> well, people have had so long to get good at Tetris. That's like, true. Like, there are people who've been playing Tetris for twenty years and are just so good at Tetris. I. I used to play, I have, yeah, I played a lot actually during like probably the beginning of the pandemic because that's mm -hmm. when we were talking about it a lot more. Yeah. Mm. And I played on just like Tetris.com and now I want to check what my score is. My high score is 346,000. I, I, I started training. Like there is a point where I played Tetris like almost every day just <laughs> so I could get better. But like I could never, like it, I... I don't even know how I got to this score now that I think about it. I must have been dedicated to the grind at that moment. There wasn't a lot else help happening, so. That's so impressive. But now I need to get on the Tetris app. Maybe I can, like, steal the number one spot. I don't know if it's harder to play on phone. But... Absolutely. No, the, the UI is absolutely terrible. Uh, oh, boy. So, basically, the mechanics are like you swipe left and swipe Ooh. right to move the blocks. Oh. You have to tap to rotate, and so they only rotate clockwise. So if you uh, miss the rotation, you have to tap terrible. all the way back around. Um, if you want to put the block down, you have to swipe down. But if you just want to accelerate the block down, you have to like move hold your. Hold Yeah. So you don't you don't hold. You have to hold and drag down if you want the block to speed up, which is very easy to confuse with a swipe. Morgan, I think you should leave the the mobile Tetris community. <laughs> it sounds terrible. It's really now that sucks. I, now that I think about it, my phone is like really bad, and mm -hmm. I've I've talked about this when we did that one Among Us stream. Like I can't do a lot with my phone because the screen is messed up. Yeah. So I probably cannot play a game like that at all. I would just it would just start going crazy if I try and move a piece. That's valid, and also it has, like, you have to watch an ad between every game of Tetris, which is really uh, annoying. Yeah. Bad. That's not super fun, yeah. <laughs> I, I think there should just be more free Tetris content out there. Yeah! There, It shouldn't be behind a paywall. It's Tetris. It's been around for 40, 50 years. Like, <laughs> true. surely somebody can, like, just make a freaking open source like online tetris game that like the facebook one was kind of that and then like it stopped uh and like they just gotta they gotta do what these guys tried to do for mario before nintendo dmca'd them where uh, he made mario 99 it was like a mario battle royale you're just yeah, uh, i remember that that was doing mario yeah. yeah, it was up for like two days, and then Nintendo was like, no, we're going to make that idea and make it limited release on <laughs> Switch services only if yeah. you get Nintendo online. And make uh, it worse which... and make it Mario 35. Yeah, yeah, there's less Marios now. Come on! 
it's objectively a worse game um like tetris 99 exists and that's a step in the right direction for tetris content but i'm gonna put my foot down this is where i'm planting my flag there should be more good tetris content out there there just isn't well what the app does offer is that uh, do y'all remember hq trivia that like lived yep. and died yeah so wait do I remember they owe that? me like four dollars <laughs> wow yeah do I remember hq trivia yeah it was like up. a worldwide battle royale trivia game and people mm-hmm. got money from it and sam got money stolen from him um but basically <laughs> tetris is doing the same thing now so every night at 9 p.m is tetris prime time and you can compete against everyone else using the Tetris mobile app and try to win like $4. And every single week I get beat out by Great Gale of Providence, Rhode Island. She just whoops Great my Gale. ass. Yeah. Always on <laughs> what's, her game. What's their score? I don't know. What's... They always just beat me because I, I can never like stay that long. Like I always get knocked out pretty quickly. But Great Gale has always got it. Well, I guess it's time I come out of retirement. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm the only one left to stop breaking. <laughs> or, or we can make this like, like this this anime moment where I'm like your sensei and I start oh, teaching yeah, you the ways yeah. of my old sensei, Alex, and then I I pass the knowledge to you, and then you get better than me, <laughs> and then you finally you beat Great Gale, but then you're like. What was it? What's what was the point? Like, where do I go now? Yeah, I'm at the top <laughs> of the world, just like Saitama. I what do I do? <laughs> I, I'm one Tetris man. You are one Tetris man. <laughs> Can beat anybody with one block. How would that even work? I don't know. I was thinking about it. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if the mechanics of Tetris allow for that. <laughs> Tetris and Smash. I'm calling it. Ooh. I'm calling it. I God. think that would be such a fun addition, but yeah. also I think people are kind of tired of these gimmicky DLC characters. <laughs> are, you, are, wanna... you, are you trying huh? to hint at someone? Huh? You hinting at a character? Like what? You know who I'm talking about. The greatest character of all time. Sans? Nah. Yeah. Yeah, we're talking about Sans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, Minecraft Steve gameplay. I I don't play Smash, but hey, Minecraft Steve gameplay is so enjoyable to watch. It's so, it's so enjoyable to watch. I think it's actually kind of fun to do. It is not very fun to play against. I, let me tell you. <laughs> we got people who are already doing stuff like incredibly stupid things with this character, and like it feels like the right way to play it is to just not interact with them. Or get in his face and make it so he doesn't get to play and get to do his blocky thing. But, um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, from a competitive standpoint, Minecraft Steve might not be that good, but he's sure as hell not going to be someone that I'm looking forward to playing against in a <laughs> competitive setting. That being said, casual Steve matches are super fun. You think Minecraft Steve could, like, go far in a Smash tournament, like, with a lot of big game players? Uh, there are a couple of players who are trying him out, obviously, and they think that... But I think that people are starting to sour on his potential a little bit, but I'm 100% sure somebody's going to show up and just pop off just at one crazy. Yeah. yeah. May not win, but definitely going to uh, show some stuff. Because I think this character is like... 
if you don't know what the stupid thing that he's gonna do uh is then you're not gonna know how not to get hit by it you know and there's a lot of stuff that starts with interactions that seem really small that he has uh and you're just supposed to avoid those because he can get something really silly off of it and you just don't Mm. realize that at the moment because who steve's new you've never seen him and why would you anticipate that getting hit by axe once would result in your death uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what does Axe do? What's that combo? Uh, so he, he his up moves, his up tilt, and his uh, upward aerial attack are uh, just him swinging an axe above his head, and uh, it's it's very good at comboing. It's very good. It's like because it it's kind of a quick hit that just happens and then it's over, and he gets to move relatively quickly off of it so like the simple stuff is like you just hold that and he he can swing the axe back and forth and hit you like two to three times uh it's not a lot of damage he's got a good up smash so he can also do that into an up smash and that's a lot of damage and then sometimes he can just do this into the up air move like jump into it and then he can put a block under himself and do it again and then keep doing it. Oh my God. Uh, no, I, I've yeah. seen that combo. It looks like disgustingly terrifying. It's so simple too. Like I've act- I know some guys who learned it like very quickly. And uh, in Smash with combos, typically the way that it works is that um, there's a lot of counterplay to combos because you can sort of influence the way that you're getting sent. You can sort of influence like how these moves are uh, moving you and things like that just by holding a direction or like uh, there's something called smash DI where you can like kind of move your stick back and forth and it'll, while you're in a move, it, you'll move a little bit further away than normal, uh, things like that. But for you to be able to just influence the direction itself that you're getting sent, it has to send you into a state called tumble, which lot of basically mechanically speaking it has to be a strong move for you to be able to do something the thing with steve is that his moves are really good combo moves because they're not that strong they don't send you into tumble for a very long time so you have very little counterplay to the to the actual combos themselves once you start getting hit by them it's very likely you're just gonna get hit by the whole thing that's the main thing a lot of like these big combos that a lot of characters have there's a lot of counterplay. You can just move your stick and you won't get hit by most, like, <laughs> the, the stupid things that happen afterwards. You'll get hit by, like, one or two moves and then it's over. Um, or they have to guess which way you're going to go. With Steve, he can just kind of do it, which is silly. Um, it doesn't make him good. It just makes him silly. <laughs> I like to watch people get carried over the edge by a minecart and fall to their death. <laughs> <laughs> every time my card is a pretty good move i will say that i it has a command grab property uh so if you're in the cart it's a hit it's a pretty strong hit and then once you jump out of the cart it'll just carry them right so uh if somebody's shielding so the way that a command grab works is like people shield moves that hit them but if it's a command grab it'll go through the shield and just get you so a lot of times some people might just like hit you with the cart, jump out after hitting you, and then the cart carries you off the stage and things like that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Minecraft Steve. <laughs> Minecraft Steve. Balanced. Balanced. As all things He's probably play. balanced. He's just very gimmicky. He plays very differently from any other character in Smash's history, which yeah. you can make an argument for that being good, um, 
but I think a lot of competitive players are kind of sick of having to learn the new gimmicks pretty much, uh, which was kind of the point that I was trying to make earlier because he's just not playing Smash. He's playing the Minecraft Steve game and <laughs> it's it's Minecraft Steve's world and you're living in it. I think that's why he's a good character though. Like, you know, like <laughs> it's so, because there's such two different games. So when I play Minecraft Steve and Smash, I want to feel like I'm playing Minecraft, you know? <laughs> I don't want to feel like I'm playing Smash. Oh yeah, no, I think I think it makes sense from a design perspective. Uh, if you're thinking about this as like this, you're trying to incorporate a lot of um, different characters into Smash General Engine. Uh, but again, as a competitive player, it, it definitely is something that. You rough. gotta adjust to, and it's, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it kind of sucks to have to adjust to, like, a lot of different gimmicks. This is a very large game with a lot of characters, and they've done a great job in making many of these characters feel very unique. Uh, that being said, the uniqueness kind of suffers to a point where, like, you can be playing this game for two to three years and still be running into things you've never seen before. Uh and that can be kind of frustrating sometimes uh, when you're in it. Again, when you're in a competitive setting. So if you two had your druthers, who would you add? Oh, I would put Sora from Sna uh, from Kingdom Hearts. Easily. <laughs> Listen, would he would be incredibly busted. He would just, like, hit you in the air with his stupid keyblade and do the thing in Kingdom Hearts where he hits you with the keyblade in the air, just bashes that A button, and it's a combo, and he just gets to do it, and you can't do anything about it. And sword characters in Smash are always decent because they have a sword, and he'd have a sword and probably have magic too, so he'd probably be a mix. Uh, so Sora would be incredibly stupid, and I love Kingdom Hearts even though some of the games are very bad. Um, I think Sora would be really cool. That's my realistic uh, desire because I like the Kingdom Hearts series a lot. And I think that it's a popular enough game to where it would get some attention for it. Uh, I know that Nintendo's sort of relationship with Square Enix is weird. It, they got Cloud from Final Fantasy, but they also got only two Final Fantasy songs from a hmm. series that has a lot of music. Uh, yeah. So it, it seems like Square Enix isn't super forthcoming, but they also did let them add the Dragon Quest characters. So who knows what that's going to look like. <laughs> but uh, I think that's more realistic than my real desire, which is the main character from Hollow Knight. I think it's perfect for a Smash setting. That character, everything just feels great when you're playing Hollow Knight. Everything feels fluid. The way you jump, the way you move, the way you hit, I think... It would translate perfectly. You would only have to make a few adjustments. Probably don't want to make a magic meter because I think that'd just be a little bit too in the realm of weirdness and gimmickiness. You don't need that to make the Hollow Knight character feel like the Hollow Knight character. And I think that's the beauty of it. Beauty and simplicity. But again, Hollow Knight is an indie game. It just released like a few years ago. These are guys in Australia. <laughs> Sakurai's probably never even heard of them. <laughs> so, is it realistic? No. Would it be cool? Heck yeah, it would be. I think I what about go you, with... Kenny? Yeah, I gotta, I gotta go with my main man, Bandana Waddle Dee. 
I've been rocking Bandana Waddledy as my Discord profile for four years now. I've been waiting so long to see this guy like go into Smash and just pop off. I love Bandana Waddledy. I I just think it's a fun character. I'm not, and I'm a huge Kirby fan too. So if, I think that's I think there's a chance. Chance is low, but there's a chance. And then I don't even know who else I would want to see. Yeah, like, who's a really good character? Yeah, that's the thing, because I think we've all played pretty good games. Uh, the question is, like, who would be a character, right? That A yeah. single character that would represent that game and be in the series? And would it work in a Smash setting? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess, like... <laughs> I was, yeah, Go I was going to say, like, for the DLC, all the characters they're adding to are... I don't think they've added any characters who, like, they're all from their own game series, you know? Right, like, right. They haven't no, so added I a character th- that's, already, that's already represented somewhere else. Yeah, I... It seems like the philosophy... I, I mean, Sakurai has explicitly said no Goku. Um, <laughs> and, Bro, and, Goku and Smash! You gotta <laughs> I, I think the hard rule is they have to be uh, from a video game, originate from a video game. And typically, he is choosing the protagonists of these video games. Uh, mm-hmm. I think people are, you know, maybe stretching things a little bit if they're saying like, oh, get the villain from this one uh, random video game from here or there or whatever. Uh, like... I mean, hey, we got Sans Undertale as a me costume. That's pretty cool. That was a crazy day. <laughs> That's a good day. <laughs> Holy shit. Like, <sighs> but I think it's... that a lot of these third-party properties, we may have exhausted uh, at least the short list of potential candidates that Nintendo themselves are considering. So it's likely we're going to see a, a few more uh, in-house IPs over the next five revealed characters. Is it four revealed characters now? Yeah, four more revealed characters oh, yeah. to go. Morgan, is there anyone you would want to see? I mean, everyone's saying Doom Guy. I think that would be very funny if, like, it would be kind of <laughs> funny to see yeah. Mario explode into giblets. I think that would be a little funny. I don't think it's... I, I don't know if it's going to happen because I, I don't know as much about, like, the business models of Nintendo as y'all do. But, like, <laughs> I think it would be very funny if there was just a guy with a shotgun in the game. And I right. think that would be a good bit. <laughs> I mean, Doom Guy would be good for that. I'm still holding out hope for Fortnite, man. Oh, my uh, God. That, no. Yo, if, if, <laughs> if the world exploded for, for Steam, I don't even know how it's going to react to Fortnite default character being in Smash. <laughs> I mean, his taunt would just be the Bro. dance, you know? It would be... The thing is, like, because you can now build in Smash... Yeah, like they could do it. Like oh <laughs> they can actually do it. Like we know that they have the abilities to do this stuff. So okay, but I think Minecraft Steve may have been a one-time deal. It sounds like it was a lot of work to code that into this yeah. game, mm-hmm. uh, making the, these buildable buildable surfaces and stuff. But uh, well, like, if they add Fortnite to Smash, I'm going to become the greatest player at Brown. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are gonna. Yo, I, I'm like, I, it's done. You're done. <laughs> oh my God. Hey, I watching 
a Fortnite and a Minecraft Steve mirror both trying to mine to build would be very <laughs> fucking funny. Oh, that would, oh my! You know what, Sakurai? This is I'm calling it right now. Put Fortnite in the game. <laughs> do it! I dare you. You can't do it. See, that's how you do. It. You got to bait them. You can't Absolutely. do it. I, you don't yeah. have the skills. <laughs> what if? What if this is our first call? Like after, like Fortnite is put into the game and people come back to this podcast and they're like wow kenny predicted it kenny predicted Fortnite." <laughs> well you know what i i'll know based off the it's all based off the character of the force so you know <laughs> Fortnite leads to uh, uh it's gonna be iron man or something because mcu is in Fortnite. it's it's all related it just keeps going down <laughs> that's how we start breaking the video game rule we got into the mcu from Fortnite. yeah oh, <laughs> everything yeah. leads back to the mcu <laughs> and like six degrees of separation becomes two and then suddenly you have a mario game with tom holland in it and then finally garfield is in smash that's that's where this all leads to garfield comes full circle it comes full circle unironically i was gonna say garfield before doom guy (laughs) (laughs) like i said garfield's the final dlc i'm calling it right now garfield and smash like i mean we got garfield eat garfield kick small dog uh garfield garfield hate monday garfield hate monday uh garfield love john arbuckle i don't know what you could do with that but um they've done more with less yeah that's true they made it they made a pac-man move set they made a duck hunt move set that game was just point and shoot that is true (laughs) they can make move sets for anyone even us yeah Next week, we're going to discuss our uh, Smash move set, and we're all going to really break it down. Uh, so be sure to tune in next week at 6 p.m. Absolutely, ESG. absolutely. Uh, I gotta. I actually kind of want to do that now. That'd be kind of fun. Like I'm down. All, I'm 100% down. Like, hey. We write down what our moves would be, and like we discuss who would actually win in a fight. I'm actually kind of down Who for would this? be top be tier? Who would that, be that's top the question. tier? All right, I guess. Well, I guess that's what we're doing next week. So we all, if you want to see that, uh, prepare your owns and post them in the Twitch chat, and we'll uh, we'll we'll talk about your move sets for Smash. Before uh, we wrap up, I'll let you guys know what I'm doing tonight. I'm doing more Haiti speed runs at uh, 6:30 Central, so 30 minutes from now. What's your and, rank at this point? Uh, it has dropped significantly. It, oh. I'm at like 26th right now. I was in the top 20 oh, no. like about a week ago. Yeah. So, I mean, like part of it is because I couldn't do a lot of runs while I was doing my midterms. Uh, so, like I kind of I kind of stopped for a little bit. But since I started again, I've done like about 200 runs and I haven't wow. had a good RNG yeah. run in so long oh. in so long <laughs> like there are so many that are just dead on arrival so these are 20 minute runs uh, pretty much it's like about five minutes per world four worlds mm-hmm. like i've had i out of those 200 i would say maybe 30 got out of the first world oh. so <laughs> damn and like my skill level has probably improved to the point where if I got the same run that I did when I set my current record, like I I'd be significantly higher than I am right now, um, because I've just been playing so much of this game. <laughs> but it's not reflecting in the results right now. So we're gonna see if we can change that tonight on Twitch.tv/slash Best Moon Man. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna. 
break through this wall, bashing my head against it, uh, or die trying. So that's going to be oh, fun. Yeah. <laughs> I, I believe. I'm sending you my energy. <laughs> uh, my name is Morgan. I go by List Page on the internet. Uh, the new season of Destiny 2 is coming out next Tuesday, so you pretty much won't see me at all uh, from that point onward. Uh, but I will be streaming on Monday and Wednesday at 6 p.m. EST. We will probably, I think there's supposed to be a Destiny event on Monday night. It's not confirmed mm -hmm. yet, so I might stream that, and that'll be fun. Very fun. I'm Samuel. I go by Moon. I told you my things. <laughs> and uh, my name's Kenny. I go by Kenny Catchem, and hopefully I'll actually try and restart uh, streaming again this weekend. See what happens. Hell yeah. Very fun, very cool. All right, see y'all next Friday at 6 p.m. EST. Bye-bye. We are going to find out how I could kick Kitty's ass. <laughs>